Hey everyone, it is Haley here. And I don't have a ton this week, but I would like to say that the last few episodes of No Response from Deep Mar, our Patreon exclusive Link Legacy podcast, season two, is almost done. So if you're interested in hearing Steve run through No Response from Deep Mar, you haven't heard it yet and you haven't subscribed to our Patreon yet, go ahead and subscribe at the $5 and up tier. And you will get access to all of season one, which is Carnal of Tears, and season two, which is no response from Deep Mar. In addition, I will be running the next season of Linked Legacy. So if you haven't gotten excited to join yet, join for mine, maybe. But that's all I've got for this week. So with that, I welcome you to enjoy episode 150. Oh no, Gunga. Liquor and things that go boom. Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Episode 150, guys. Yeah. Woo! 5-0. That's a lot of episodes, man. What were we doing episode 50? I think that was... I think it was champagne. That was trial of... That title was trial of the half century because it was uh, 50, mm-hmm. half of 100. So I think that was the middle of the trial, like trial day two. And then we all remember episode 100. Now it's 150. I'm sure it'll be a memorable one, too. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Once you get past 100, you celebrate the hundreds. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. We celebrate the hundreds. So what are you drinking, Emily? Tonight, I have a Key Punch, which is a Key Lime Sour Beer. It is from Urban... Ooh. Urban Artifact. Any good? It's very good. It's, Better than their pickle beer? The pickle beer was good, but I can only have so much pickle beer. This is better. <laughs> Speaking of a pickle you can only have so much of, hey, Brooks, what you drinking, buddy? Oh, thanks, Griff. I am drinking Morning Commute Coffee Brown, and it's from Outer Belt. It is quite good. All right. Malty. Nutty. Well, speaking of someone that's brown, malty, and nutty. Hey, Steve. What up, Griff? I am drinking a Key Punch Key Lime Ghost from Urban Artifact. Yeah, same thing as Emily. (laughs) Yeah, funny enough, we actually purchased these independent of each other. We are not sharing beers. We just... Bought the same beer at the same you time. You showed up to the same party with the same shirt on or whatever. Dude, you would be shocked how often that happens with Emily and myself. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, weird. it's actually weird that it happened with beer. It, yeah, actually, this is out of the ordinary. Steve, you look great in a dress. Thank you. I appreciate that. Emily, my figure. Surprisingly, you look, you look pretty good in a saw outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can do that one justice. Haley? Anything good over there? I do not have anything good. Uh, this is I'm going on my third week in a row of of being having really really rough time at work, 
and I am also not sleeping. So I'm running on no sleep and I felt like alcohol would probably not be the solution tonight to help me get through this um, underwater situation, this whole underwater area in general. So I am not drinking anything fun. I'm not drinking anything alcoholic. I actually just have water and I'm hoping I sleep tonight. Well, so you know I can't what? have caffeine. I think water is also going to be the only thing in Eclipse's lungs. No! Uh, no! What are you drinking, you <laughs> jerk? Uh, I'm drinking the Patreon beverage. It's a uh, Red Rose. Is that right? Mm-hmm. From uh, Bipolar Pop-Tart. It is a shot of Jaeger, about a shot of grenadine, and about a shot of lemon juice and lime juice. And it's really sour. It's, it's really funny. red. It's very red. It's very opaque. Um, it's not the worst thing I've ever had, but it's a little weird having Jaeger and citrus together. It's like herbal and also uh-huh. sour. So, um, hmm. gave me heartburn within like the first sip. I had to go get some tums. <laughs> That's a good sign. Yeah, it's always a good sign. <laughs> I had some white claws as a sidearm. But I need you guys to roll off before we can get into the sash. Five. Nine. It was about to be a 19, and then it kept rolling, and it's a one. What did you get, Brooks? I did not almost roll a 19, but I did roll a one. (gasps) Ooh, roll roll. off. What does it mean? (laughs) Six. Nineteen. Oof. Ah, uh, looks like it's me. Well, you know what? It, what that means? You lose a roll off, and you roll the natural one. Corn drinks. It is. There, there actually are still some on the, All on the, the list. Corn drinks. That's what it means. Corn drinks. You know how? How? It, our patrons go in phases sometimes of like suggesting drinks. 60 pre- cream beverages. We have a corn face? Yeah, sometimes I shuffle stuff up so that we don't have too many of the same That's type right. of drink. June, everybody knows June's corn month at the HLP. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Corn month. <laughs> everybody get asking. <laughs> That's just, that's not right. It's not right. Wait, but are they all corn milk? Please say no. I don't think so. Okay, good. The corn milk was a very unique Is it just ingredient. Like corn whiskey? Yeah, it's like mm. slightly corn themed, but not quite as intense. Because we never corn do that. Jason. We're never like, yeah, I'm going to buy corn whiskey. We're just like, oh, I'll use a different whiskey. Yeah. Different whiskey. Well, when last we met our heroes, they defeated a Gutaki sorcerer about halfway down in their submersible device. They managed to fend off some sharks that were eating the hull and killed this creature who was kind of bursting vile blood around them and zapping them with lightning bolts. And that's where we find them now, uh, battered and in the submersible ready to continue their descent another 200 feet to the bottom of Lake Incarthen. I think that we would probably, I don't know, at least Eclipse. Eclipse would look around to the group and 
point up into the submersible, like, let's all get back where we can t- have a conversation and then heal. <laughs> yep, I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, there's blood in the water. There's there's a lot of a blood lot, in the water. Yeah. A good amount of it's ours. <laughs> We're going to start attracting some other creatures here mm. pretty soon. Well, yeah. Always a bigger fish. That's what they say. These are taking the submersible through the center of the planet. <laughs> Boy, you're 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 really pushing all the right buttons right now. For me. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. So, so you guys get into the submersible. I imagine it stopped with the signs of combat. Horace probably stopped cranking. Uh, so he's gonna if you, you come on now, come, be an adult, Haley. He started yeah, it. So I did laugh first. <laughs> I only laughed because Haley laughed. Yeah, I saw <laughs> Haley I, do it. I laughed because Steve laughed. Well, you know, I, this, he's he's not a man that would stop cranking. So I, I laughed because sure, it's yeah, an unbelievable submers- situation. No, 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 yeah, because it's so funny. The submersible is at the bottom, <laughs> and you guys are here. Uh, you would have to tug. <laughs> Alright, that one got me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tug the wire to get him to start cracking again. All of us at the same time now. <laughs> Firmly grasp it. And when you do, the submersible starts to lower again. You think you have about five minutes till the bottom. So if you need to do healing or formulate a plan, now would be the time. Freya pulls out her wand of cure light wounds and starts healing people and she also is going to cast a little restoration on air bear uh in addition to the healing she gives him saying i don't know what we'll find at the bottom but you can't be running away from it the fight has already left I feel much better. Thank you. He says before he sees something terrifying. (laughs) Low sanity threshold takes another. No. So, I mean, I was down more than 60 health. So I'm very grateful for all of the healing. And, um, but after that, we just see the dome in the distance. You see the dome at the base of the turn rocks. That's about all you can see because it's the only source of illumination this deep. So as you descend, it kind of... It's like when you look at a street light in the mist. Mm-hmm. It has that kind yeah, of yeah. that halo effect on the lights, yeah. and it's really hazy, and you can see the siltiness of the water around it. But what you notice is it doesn't look like the dome itself has any sort of entrance, at least from the side you're approaching. Oh, it's like Otagunga. You could enter from any part of it. You're just throwing out those episode one references? You don't know Otagunga? I'm absolutely The, the city of the Gungans? I don't, don't want to acknowledge it because that's uh. wrong. Because it's wrong in this context. There, You can't enter it from any angle. I'm just trying to get immersed. Okay, well... <laughs> Why don't you start tugging again? <laughs> yeah, all right. Matuma starts tugging again. Uh, the submersible stops. <laughs> so five minutes pass. You reach the bottom. Um, once you hit the bottom, the 
submersible lifts about eight feet off so that you can all exit. All right. Why don't you make me a perception check now that you are at the bottom? A reminder, if you don't have dark vision, you can't really see at this depth. Air Bearer will be able to see further than anybody else. The rest of you will only be able to see kind of your dark vision radius. At this point, you're too far away from anything to to really make out much besides the lights. 31, unless there's some disguises. Would it be absolutely pitch black for Matsumbe, not having dark vision? If you didn't have light on your book, yes. All right, then I'd have to have light on my yeah. book. Yeah, I don't want to be attracting creatures, but if I literally can't it, see It'll be pitch black yeah, for you, yeah. Then i got to have it. My sphere would only go like 40 feet, I think. You get 20 feet and then 20 more feet of, of dim light, light yeah. so... Is it even worth rolling the perception check then? <laughs> I can. Yeah, you can roll it. All right. 27 for Air Bear. Uh, 31 from Timber. 26 for Freya. Okay. So Air Bear, because he can see five times further than anyone else with his helmet, can actually make out along the surface of the turn rocks this huge kind of rock shelf outcropping. You see what Horace was alluding to when he said there there was some kind of something had to have air down here because he kept seeing bubbles. Mm-hmm. There's it appears to be a cavern opening uh, about a hundred feet away from you that is you see you see bubbles kind of escaping at a periodic cadence. So like every thirty seconds, you just see like a gout of bubbles come out of this submerged cavern. Uh, The rest of you, though, uh, everyone but Matumbe can see kind of at the edge of your vision movement, and you recognize it. They look half man, half fish. Um, They look similar to the scum you've seen before. Um, They don't get the jump on you, and I need you guys to roll for initiative. Oh my god! This is back to back! Jesus! That's soon in the app. Damn. (laughs) Nice and dark How long does freedom of movement last? I believe freedom of movement is 10 minutes minutes per level level. So I should still have it? You would still have it, you've only spent 5 minutes Since the combat (laughs) I definitely got that cast on me, right? I know I cast it on myself. I thought you gave the lopper influence. Okay, yeah, I did, I did. And then I didn't do much after, so I don't have it. If you would like it, I do have one more prepared. And I feel like you could use it. But I would have to cast it on my turn. Sure. So you guys are in the water portion of this map. So over towards Haley. Yeah, you can use that little round thing as a submersible. You're all exiting it. And there are six scum coming at you three from the north and three from the south it's only been five minutes I still got four more minutes of fatigued that's cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay Eclipse what'd you get for initiative um I got a natural one for a four four air bear (laughs) 23 Matumbe nine Freya 20 Okay, first in the order is Air Bear. Air Bear, you see uh, two groups of scum 
heading towards your location. One thing you notice, and it probably freaks you out a little bit, honestly, these scum, the top of their skulls are removed. You uh, see their pulsating living brains no. out the top of their head, just exposed to the water of the lake. I, th- I think mm. that's about enough of the episode now. I think I'm good now. It's horrifying. Yeah, I'm going to put this one on auto combat. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how we do. So you're up. Air Bear will activate his boots of speed. And because we are... Well, I guess, did we start this combat in the submersible? So I would... Do I have to swim down or are we out of the submersible? You guys are out of the submersible so that you you could all get out of the submersible. And then I had you make those perception checks as you... Just so you could see which direction you were going to head. Got it. So then with that... Activating the boots of speed. Bear Bear will move 10 feet up and attack to the or the uh, nearest fish person to the north. Okay, give him an attack. It's a 23 hit. A 23 does. 18 points. 18 damage. Next in the order is Freya. What did you need your boots of haste for? Sorry, we can cut this out, but like you just moved and attacked. You shouldn't be burning that if you don't have to. Oh, I guess that's true. No, wait. Uh, th- there is a reason. Uh, because it takes an immediate action. And if I have to, I would rather use that on something else. It takes right. next round swift. So you could use a swift right now. Usually you do it so that you can use, the use your challenge or, or resolve that. the next round. Yeah, that's why. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just didn't understand what that action economy makes sense. It's a free action to do your boots of haste. Your boots of speed. Then I take all that back. Okay, so you just move up and attack. Freya, you're up. Freya looks to Eclipse as this combat is starting, and she knows that her weapon doesn't do as much damage just with the water resistance. So Freya puts a hand on her shoulder and casts Freedom of Movement. Nice. And then for her move equivalent, she is going to, now that she's actually on the ground, plant her boots of earth into the bottom of this lake. And can you... Could she draw a weapon along with this move equivalent, or does that not work with move equivalents? Uh, what are you, what exactly are you doing with the boots of earth? Is there like oh, it's a as a move action, the wearer can plant their feet and gain fast healing and resistant to bull rush reposition. Gotcha. And- yeah, you can't draw a weapon as part of a move equivalent. Unfortunately, you have to be actually moving. Darn. Okay, that'll be my turn. Okay. It's these creatures' turn. They have a 40-foot swim speed. So the one in front of Air Bear is going to take a five-foot step. It's going to study him. Oh, okay. And it's going to ready an attack. Oh, man. The scum that looks like a chicken... <laughs> great, great paint job, Tim. Great paint is job. Is actually going to, if it has the movement, move up to Freya. So move around Air Bear 
and over to Freya. Be 25 feet? It's got 40 feet of movement. Oh, okay. It doesn't incur because Eclipse and Mitsube have not acted yet. It's then going to attack at Freya with a claw. Or no, it's gonna uh, it's gonna go ahead and study Freya. So it's gonna move and move. It's two move actions. The really dark scum with the purpley base is going to move around to the other side of Air Bear to be flanking. And it is going to just attack with a claw. But with a natural two, that won't do it. However, that will trigger the ready to action of the other scum who was waiting for his buddy to flank. And that will go to a dirty 30. Yep. It's going to be 11 points of damage as the claw tears at you. Uh, let's see the the dark green scum in the in the front of the group that is approaching from the south is going to move up to flank with Eclipse or with its buddy against Eclipse and it's going to attack at Eclipse. This will be against your flat-footed. Yeah. That is a twenty-four. Meets beats. Okay. That's only eight points of damage. The anglerfish-looking scum is going to swim. Can it get around Matumbe with 40 feet? I kind of want to... I want to be diagonally flanking him with my chicken buddy. And I'm going to go ahead and attack at Matumbe. That is a natural 18, which will hit your flat-footed. Um... And 15 points of damage. Feels very harsh. Finally, the one bringing up the rear is... If he has to double move, he will double move. He's going to get to the other side of Freya to flank Freya. Yeah, he can do it in one. Uh, Freya doesn't have a weapon out, so she will not provoke. So with a single move, he gets around Freya and is going to attack Freya. That likely won't do with a 20 to hit. I'm factoring in the flanking. That does not hit. Okay. That's the end of the scum's turn. Matumbe, you're up. This is too many people. Yeah, it got got really claustrophobic in the open ocean really fast. Yeah, these guys kind of swarmed you and flanked most of you. I think everybody on the map, every one of you on the map is flanked right now. It's a whole school and of we fish. we aren't flanking with anyone. <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I got to do a knowledge check. What is this, local? Uh, yeah, it'll be local. Cool. It would be natural or uh, nature for the scum stuff, but I think you know everything there is to know about basic scum. Yeah, I think so, too. I've done enough checks on these guys. 31. 31. These appear to be slayers. Yeah, I figured with that study. Yeah. So they're going to study you. You're not going to want to be in the flank with them because presumably they have sneak attack damage. These specifically appear to have a combat style that makes their natural attacks better. You don't see any weapons on them, although they are each wearing a kind of like rusted breastplate. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to give you the the important information that they have because it 
pretty much is going to get you anything about their their slayer shit. Their slayer stuff. I mean, they're they're really not very high level slayers, so they have to use a move action to get that study. As you heard, they um, oh, this will be interesting. They all have the outflank teamwork feat. Imagine my surprise. So, so when they're flanking you, they get a yeah. plus four bonus instead of a plus two. Uh, and their weakest save is tied between fortitude and will. You also know that they have dark vision and can see in this water. Sure. So I'm not sure if that's this same role or a different role. Can I parlay this into what's going on with the fact that they're missing the tops of their skulls? Yeah, so that would be... <laughs> that would be a... If this is we're something like I, with, I need to like examine the bodies later, that's fine. If it doesn't have like a mechanical benefit for them right now, that's what the, that's the information I'm. We're gonna like go with a heal for. check. Okay. So if you want to make a heal check, you can to maybe get some information here. Sure. Expanded in uh, inspiration. I do get a free inspo on this. Uh, my heal is kind of a low low skill for me though. So let's see. All right. We'll see. We'll see here. It is going to be 19. Yeah, this one in front of you is glowering at you with a kind of slack-jawed look. Uh, because it's right in front of you, you can see with your radiant book that parts of the brain are damaged or missing. It looks like with with some sort of like some sort of tool was used. The incision mm-hmm. is very clean around the head. Uh, you you wouldn't think this would give them much of a mechanical benefit, but it might make them easier to control. It might make them more docile or subservient or something. Very interesting. I've got lots and lots of questions about that, um, but those are for an in-character moment later. At this time, Atume needs to break flanks, so what he is going to do is look at the chicken-painted scum that is securing a flank against him and two of his other party members. I did not want to do this because we have a whole underwater dungeon to go, but I do need to break this flank. So Matumbe is going to bane against scum, whatever the hell that is. I've made that check a hundred times. I know what it is. Monstrous humanoid aquatic. Monstrous humanoid aquatic. And he is going to take two swipes with the book. I've got freedom of movement from the last combat. Sure thing. All right, let's see here. I feel okay about a 24. 24. Yep, 24 hits. Sweet. All right, let's do a little damage here. 23. And then I will use my second swing. Ah. That one off the die. Ooh, natural one. Can't do anything about that. Yep, that's unfortunate. So that's Matumbe's turn. Eclipse. You are newly freedom of movemented, feeling swift in this uh, pressurized water environment. All right, so with that nice buff that Freya has given me of freedom of movement, it is great, and I would like to use that to its full advantage. With the amount of enemies that we have, I believe that it would be a good time to have a lot of attacks. So I'm going to take a five foot Actually, I'll move. No, because if I move, I'll get uh, provoke, right? Yes. But if I if I cast a spell, I also provoke. Why is my mind blanking? Unless you cast defensively. Unless I cast defensively. If, but if they hit me, then I 
can't cast a spell, right? With cast defensively, I think you just have to succeed on the check. You can also just take an attack of opportunity, but if they hit you, I think then you You may, You have to make a concentration check, uh, DC of... 21. Uh, something plus the uh, plus the damage dealt to you. I can't yeah. remember off the top of oh, my head. Oh, okay, okay. We'll cross cool. that bridge if you, if you choose that option. So... Eclipse is going to take, is gonna, going to actually go ahead and and move. So she will provoke twice. What if I only move? Oh no, because it's a five foot. My cast defensively is only a plus 12 versus a DC 21 and that nerves. So one other thing to keep in mind here, because I was thinking of potentially using this, this is not a normal combat. We are underwater. If you have a swim speed, I believe you can take a five foot swim like up. So we can we can add dimension to the fight as well. Yeah, and I don't have a swim speed. Okay, never mind. Freedom of movement grants you one. Oh yeah, it does. That's right. Or at least that's how we played it last time. It allows you to move freely in the water, yeah. Move freely in water, which I guess we equated to a swim speed equal to your land speed. Well, Freya does have a... Uh... I know Freya does, okay. and our bear has a... Move and attack well. normally while underwater. Mm-hmm. Well, it would normally include the, like, swimming up. Oh, I see what you're saying. So no matter what I do... I'm... Either way, you're going to be within reach of these creatures. You are fully flanked. So you either have to make an acrobatics check to move away from them without provoking and then cast, or you have to move, eat the acrobatic, or eat the attack of opportunity and cast, or you have to cast defensively or eat the attack of opportunity while you're casting. It's quite simple, actually. It's quite simple, you have four <laughs> I, options. I'm going to eat the attacks of opportunity because, I, well, I guess I'll try the acrobatics, but it doesn't change the fact that where I'm moving. Okay. So, so try the acrobatics. I will attempt that would to. allow you to move half speed. Yeah, because that's still half speed where <laughs> I'm going. Oh, that's a surprise. An 18 on the die. 23. 23 fails. Okay. okay. So, because it's against their CMD, so they both yeah. attack you. That makes sense. Where they had you was in the flank, so yep. they're both going to have the flank. I accept. Although a natural 1 and a natural 8 will not get you. Woohoo! All right. So then Eclipse is going to cast haste. Because if she's moving good and doing good, she now wants everybody else to be able to be as fast as they can be. Sure. Air Bear, you're up. You're hasted. Now you definitely don't want to turn your boots on. <laughs> Unless you just want to not accept the haste and use your boots. You That's do fine. have that op- option. Yeah, you have that option. <laughs> should, should you choose to use it? I, I was going to do that, so I pre-checked it on my sheet, and so really inefficient on my end here, thinking I would be able to do that. He finds himself in the flank of these two that are uh, separate from the rest of the, the group, sees the situation uh, to the southeast, and takes a five foot step says 
This was very clever. See, you've used your environment against us. And, and bubbles they just come drool out of his at mouth. you. <laughs> <laughs> and activating his challenge against the chicken scum. Okay, against the chicken. And then full attack. This is the one Matumbe has already damaged. Mm-hmm. I will say you're. You are in range of three of them, so if you will, you can roll all of yours. If you kill the chicken, you can move to the next one, but your challenge won't carry over, so we might want to do this one after another. Nope, two on the die won't do it. 30? 30 will do. All right, that is a critical threat. Okay, roll the confirm here, or do you just want to confirm it? I do just want to confirm okay. it. So this will be your one for the round that you just confirm. 55. 55 points of damage kills the chicken painted scum. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You you quarter him nicely so that he will sell well as a fried chicken. (laughs) Uh, That is your second attack. These next attacks, unless you use chain challenge on one of the other ones, will not have your challenge bonus, so just keep that in mind. But you can keep attacking because you're within range. I will use my chain challenge. Uh, there's okay. no point in not. Uh, it just goes away if I don't. So uh, third attack coming at the the one that I attacked initially. Sure. Five on the die won't do it. What's it go to? It's your low attack bonus one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 14. Yeah, that won't do. Does a 28 hit? 28 certainly hits. Then this is a critical threat. Now it's Matumbe's turn. You're within... He's 15. I can't get him. Is he really 15? Yeah, he's two diagonals, unfortunately. Bummer. Well, you can go go ahead and see if you confirm it anyway. 24. That confirms. Nice. All right. 44. 44 points of damage. Eviscerates your foe. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Next attack. I'm just going to attack this last guy twice because... uh, You got nowhere else to go. Yeah. We said 24 hit? Yep. All right, that's one hit. Okay. Uh, 15. 15 to hit? Yeah. That does not hit. (laughs) 23. Okay, first blood on that one. And second blood. (laughs) I guess. Freya, you're up. Now that the battlefield has opened up a little bit, Freya takes a five-foot step forward towards Eclipse and Air Bear. Drawing her weapon as she does. Yes, she's going to draw her war hammer. And there are quite, there are four creatures still all grouped up around the party. And they're all within 30 feet of Freya right now. So... She, as she steps up and draws her war hammer, she waves it menacingly at these scum and radiates an aura of menace. So they're going to take the minus two to their AC attacks and saves as long as they're within 30 feet of her. All right. Only 13 damage on this scum. My apologies. I forgot to check off the challenge. But the to hit was the same. I appreciate the retcon. Okay, that's a, that, that's a pretty powerful aura of menace when you have that many enemies. Um, 
and they don't like that. So the one next to... Ooh, goodness, what order do I want to take this in? Okay, the one next to Air Bear is going to five-foot step up to Freya. It's going to study you and attack you. Freya. Die. Jesus, I need less dice <laughs> in my tray. Okay, natural two won't do it. However, its buddy is going to take a five-foot step up and full attack you with the flank. This will only be like a regular flank because the aura of menace. Ah. Okay. So I am going to hit you with the bite. That's a 19 on the die. I'm going to hit you with one of the claws. That's a 17 on the die. However, the final one is only a dirty 20, which won't hit. That does not. So you're getting a little sneak attack damage here. Oh, no. That's nine, uh, 16 points of damage for the bite and 14 points of damage for the claw. Ouch. As this creature digs into you, the the scum that is uh, the, the anglerfish-looking one takes a five-foot step and full attacks Matumbe from the flank. However, the highest I rolled was a natural 10, which I don't think will hit you. So, he misses. Sweet. Because of the R of Menace, probably. <laughs> the final one, is he within Matumbe's reach? Yeah. yeah. Yes. The one uh, in the corner. Yeah, that's why I thought it was weird that you've had him go this way and not here, and then the other guy go there. But... Yeah, well, this one's going to move around Air Bear. So it's going to go wide. It's got 40 foot, feet of nope. movement. The uh, the scum to the far east. Uh, Matumbe, you can take an attack of opportunity here. Sure thing. I haven't acted again Ooh. yet. I'm still Bane and Scum. Nice. nice. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, that would be a 19 against a scum. Uh, the creature has mobility, unfortunately, so that does Ooh. not hit. Mobility is a good one. Yep, mobility is a classic. And then it's going to attack at Air Bear with the flank. However, a natural three will not hit Air Bear. And so it's Matumbe's turn. Matumbe, you are currently flanked, but you have your allies kind of all around you, and you're hasted. All right, so Matumbe is going to, uh, with haste, he's going to take a five-foot step. So he is flanking with Freya, who has a hammer out. Mm-hmm. You can't I, flank me. I'm the flanker of this combat. <laughs> I know, I know. Negated. But uh, I'm a bad boy, Griff, so I flank when I want. Um, Sorry, did I mention these guys have barbarian levels and they can't be flanked? Damn it. <laughs> All right. To Bane or not to Bane? I only have five rounds left for the day. Oof. Yeah, not great. I'm going to, with with all my haste actions, I'm not going to Bane. Which yeah, because you're going to have may, three attacks. Right, which may be dumb, but I got those three attacks. Let's see here. And I don't think they have any sort of DR. I should know that if they do. Natural fucking 20. Okay. Woo! Confirm. 
I will be adding a plus four to this roll as an immediate action. Can you do it to yourself? Yes, I think so. Uh oh, I should check that. But I'm. I played it like that before. How judicious. You are an ally with. How judicious of you, Steve. Very judicious. <laughs> if, you, if it did apply to you, I was about to force you out of my game. Yeah, I, I don't deserve to be here. <laughs> using that for. All right, I, I'll need it. That goes to a. That would go to a 21. It goes to a 25. So that does confirm. Yes, that Woo. does. Oh, and I'm flanked too, so I would have. Are those new dice? Oh, no, these are old ones. Uh, old Die Hard from our 2019 uh, Origins. I don't recognize them for some reason. Yeah, I don't pull them off super often, but uh, I got them. All right. 28 points of damage. 28. And that's against Mr. Dark Green there. You got it. Well, you got two more attacks, my friend. I do. All right, second attack. 19 off the die. That'll do. Oh boy, he's he's really he's really throwing them at him today. That min damage. <laughs> uh 10. And then you've given no indication that he has fallen, so third he has attack. He's not fallen. Ah, uh, fucking Christ. 6 on the dies probably not going to do it at a 16. No, it doesn't. At a 16. Flank with the flanking bonus. I added that in. Oh, you added the flanking in. Yeah, I was rolling at a plus eight, so with a six, uh, six on the die. Unfortunately, that doesn't do it. Oh, oh, well, you told me it doesn't do it. I've got my investigator's cap. I could throw a plus two on there. Just you can have it. Oh yeah, Griff. <laughs> you knew, you knew it was close. Yeah, it was, it was. You gonna do? Is it just plus two? Because you've yes, because you've yes. done an inspiration on it. That will do it. Okay. All right, and 14 points of damage. Because of your friend Freya. Correct. Yeah. Thank you, Emily. Glad I could use it on so many enemies. Okay, unfortunately, that guy is still up. He's looking very bloody. Eclipse. Eclipse is going to take a five-foot diagonal, and now she can reach three enemies. Mm. Which is fun. I'd say I'm excited, but not for them. Air Bear seems to finish them off just fine. So I'm going to attack the one that Majuma's already been attacking <laughs> to start. And Clean then up. and then uh, if it's somehow magically still alive after that, then I'll attack it again. But otherwise, I'm going to switch. Listen, you got to hit him first. Honey, I got a plus 17 to hit. Okay. <laughs> I just got a 15 on the die. Well, you know, that, that does it. Yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> Um, three on my damage die for a 27. Yes, that cuts that guy yep. in half. That's what I thought. Yay! And then it tripped Freya. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately it causes Freya to trip, hand off the chest piece. Oh no, is she prone now? Yeah, she's prone, she's alone, all, actually everybody disappears. <laughs> uh, and these guys are all, all around you, stabbing at you from prone. Oof. Alright, so moving on, my next attack is going to be at the one... That is closest to Freya, and it's flanking Air Bear. Okay, that one has taken damage. 21 hit. 21 hits. I figured. 30 points of damage. He's still up. All right, last attack coming right at that same guy. 15 on the die, plus 12. That'll do it, 27. Yep. And then another 28 points of damage. 
That kills it. Woo! 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 Herbert, <laughs> you're up next. Let me guess. Full attack on this guy. That's, right <laughs> that's a great guess. <laughs> uh, swim, swim to the earth, swim around. 20. 20 hits. Wow. Uh, then the first two hit because it's the same number on the die. And if a 20 hits, a 23 hits. That's that's true. That's how math works. <laughs> Last time I checked. 47. Is he still up? Uh, yeah, this one has not been damaged. All right. Then I will continue attack. First one is a 27. The next one will likely not hit with a 17. Eats beats. Whoa. You got your your aura of menace. All right. Once more. Wow. Freya can attribute about 60 points of damage to herself this round. I'll take it. Then uh, the last one hits as well with an 18. Yep. It is dead. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> We're making sushi tonight. Mm-hmm. Or we've yeah, made it, sushi. Uh, Man sushi. Yeah, our bear's excited about it. He's the only one. He, he briefly uh, lifts his helmet and uh, slips in some of the fleshy, cloudy water. You know, it's the only way to get mer- mercury pro- poisoning and a brain bacteria at the same time. <laughs> Poof, Freya, you're up. There's one of these creatures left. Yeah. However, he's at least as strong as six of them. <laughs> Swap his mini for the big one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really too bad that we're underwater, so Freya can't spit into their brain and infect them with all of her diseases. Come on. You could lick it, probably. That's really awesome, though. She's not going to get close enough to lick one of their brains. That's gross, Brooks. Gosh. That's gross. I just wanted to spit one. <laughs> yeah, that way she doesn't have to touch it. There were a, there's an entire generation of people that were <laughs> scarred by Temple of Doom's monkey brain scene that are having like <laughs> flashbacks right now. Mm-hmm. Freya is no longer threatened by a creature, so she's going to move to the other side of Eclipse and Air Bear, moving 10 feet, and she's going to keep that aura of menace up, and that will be her turn. Wow, so brave of you. It's this creature's turn. It's going to five foot step up to Matumbe and full attack. Really feel like I got left out to dry by Freya, but that's fine. <laughs> She's at like half health right now. Yeah, that aura of menace doesn't do anything to its attacks. <laughs> well, I'm not flanking, so I got a 24 and a 29 and a 12. Uh, you got a hit. Nice. Are you flat footed because... I said so. <laughs> Shit, you got two hits. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, oh, buddy. Six points of damage. How you looking? I will never financially recover. <laughs> <laughs> the wand fees are going to be too intense. Well, that's its turn. It's Matumbe's turn. Wreck it, shit. I mean, I, I will do what I can. <laughs> it has not been hit yet, so. So, it's got to be natural 20 city to wreck it, shit. So we'll see you next round. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next round. Ah, 
Eclipse hasn't gone in this round yet. Uh, natural one. Natural one. Good start. Thirteen. Uh, natural thirteen. Got it. Yep. Thirteen points of damage, and then final attack. Fifteen off the die puts it into the twenties, meaning I hit. Oh, sweet. Well, boy, I'm firing on all cylinders tonight. Uh, one off the damage die. It's going to take it to 10 points of damage. 23 total. That's almost uh, it's almost two-thirds of what Eclipse can do in one hit. <laughs> Listen, you know, different characters are built different ways. There's not a lot of knowledge checks to make here, so I understand. Listen, I crushed the one. I understand how you must done. be feeling right now. Are you moving up and attacking? It's my turn. Yeah, I'm gonna take a five foot step up and attack right. three times. That sounds great. Actually. I got an 18, an 18, and a 10 on the die. Unfortunately, <laughs> none of those are crits. So, <laughs> fuck you. He's still alive. That's not true. 24 times three. That's uh, the base damage. 72. Thank you. 72 is the base damage plus another five. Unfortunately, he's been regenerating four, this whole time. Plus another five. <laughs> <laughs> you guys forgot to account. You didn't roll the knowledge nature. Yeah, did you, you only rolled the knowledge DR. local. You didn't realize that these ones have regeneration. <laughs> <laughs> they all stand back up. Been done dirty by my GM who told me I shouldn't roll that check. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> uh, yes, you absolutely kill him. What does it look like? Oh, I think it's very much... I, I think Air Bear was trying to skewer for sushi, and uh, Eclipse is cutting off slices. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you you just you don't even use your axe, you just attempt to roll him. <laughs> I like, I like <laughs> you, you wrap him in seaweed and attempt to roll him with other ingredients. Suddenly we turn into a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> roll him up like roll a carpet. Up, roll him up in a carpet. Uh, he's dead anyway. Okay. So you are out of combat. You don't see any more of these scum lurking as far as you can tell. However, I think Air Bear would point out that he does see a tunnel and you do still see when you when you look for it again the the bubbling coming out of it periodically about every 30 seconds. Can I presume that that's where you had? Yes. Does anybody else need healing before we continue on uh what i will say is you have freedom of movement you have freedom of movement and you have freedom of movement i need air bear to make me a fortitude save mm. oh, i see where you're going that's... it's deep right that's why you're rolling in the deep <laughs> <laughs> episode title come on dirty deeds done dirt deep i absolutely need to uh, use my resolve here because okay. that's a natural one. Uh, what if I what if I said resolve is only usable in combat? Is that a thing? He's fucking with you. I, I understood that. Okay. Uh, did you? <laughs> did, did you no, know that samurais are only a half BAP class? <laughs> 22. 22. Uh, that's a success. You uh, you actually completely negate the effects, but you feel the pressure. Uh, it's actually like pushing on your eardrums and on your sinuses. You're so deep now. You think that if you spend too much time just out here exposed in th at this depth, you're gonna have to keep keep saving and keep you know potentially taking damage. It's really weighing you down. The rest of you don't feel these effects. Yeah, he. Uh 
swallows and uh, repressurizes his ears a little bit, but uh, it's still quite painful. All right, so we're about to go in their cave, huh? What I'm telling you is that uh, at least Air Bear doesn't have the time to sit here and wait for you to heal. All right, we can go in then and hopefully heal uh, once we get inside. Okay. You approach this bubbling cavern, and as you enter the cavern, a dim glow emanates from its mouth. At the back of this fissure, there's a lens of rippling glass that covers a circular opening eight feet in diameter. The transparent lens provides a distorted view of a dimly lit cave behind it that appears to be free of water. And as you watch, these bubbles exit this glass. What do you do? So this is an Otakonga situation. Uh, Matumbe is going to try and touch the, the portal. Okay, you touch it. It feels warm. Mm-hmm. And it also is malleable. And as you press, your hand goes through it. Turns back to the party. We are dealing with some sort of Otagunga situation. And enters. Nobody fucking understands this. Listen. You you went by the librarian a, librarian a couple episodes, not the cinematographer. <laughs> All right, I'll scale back on my episode one nonsense. <laughs> so yes, you could you could push right through here. You think that this is some kind of uh, force effect? The the fact that it's permeable to living creatures though is kind of strange. You haven't really mm-hmm. experienced that before. Normally, like a wall of force would just block you entirely, hmm. or do damage if you go through it or something. Huh? Interesting. So we push on. Yeah, you push on and you arrive in a large cavern. The cavern extends almost a hundred feet. And you can see a passage to the west that continues deeper. You're inside the turn rocks right now. Intricate carvings cover the slimy green and black stone walls of this unlit chamber. The walls and ceiling are damp, and the air reeks with a repulsive fishy smell. Two gnarled and long-dead trees stand near the center of the room. Trees? Mm-hmm. They appear to be rooted in this rocky soil on the ground and and besides the this portal that we just stepped through does this seem to be natural are, are, are the walls stone and the ground soil or sand or silt or something yep right here it all appears to be a natural cavern okay if we move into the room I've got a lot of questions about these trees yeah uh, go ahead and make a perception check sure Everybody? Yeah. While we're standing here, Freya plants her feet and gains fast healing. One. (laughs) I got a 26. Yes, so did I. Freya is so connected to this cavern right now. I rolled a natural 20, so that is a 34 perception. You look on at the trees and it does seem odd to you that trees would be growing in an underwater cavern devoid of sunlight but they're dead so that I guess makes a little bit of sense until you see them sway a little bit although there is no breeze and Freya you notice as you look on you thought they were just gnarled knots 
in the tree, and then they blink. Uh-uh. Mm. And you realize that these branches are not branches. They're multi-articulated limbs with bends and breaks and the the trees sway a little bit before they start moving forward. No, Griffin. No. I'm going to put this down in my notes as not trees. <laughs> and I need everybody to roll for initiative. Ooh, oh. here we go. Wow. You place these trees about 20 feet from you guys. More towards the center of the room. Freya, what you got? Freya got a 21. Air bear. 26. Matumbe. Still fatigued, 16. And Eclipse. What's that modifier, Freya? Plus six. All right, Freya goes before me. Gets to go before me, even though my role is much more impressive because it's more <laughs> difficult for me to get 21. I always thought that was kind of backwards. <laughs> Airberry, you're up first. You see these trees start to move towards you, and then they stop looking necessarily like trees at all and really they are covered in this gnarled bark like skin the knots you see six knots on each of them eyes that blink at you and claws at the end of these branches these are something else entirely and something not quite of this world good thing uh not afraid (laughs) well you might be but you're not insane it was very Clever to camouflage yourselves as... <laughs> Very clever trees. Trees <laughs> under the surface, so it's not so clever. Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> I am going to activate my boots of haste and move 10 feet, 15 feet forward and attack the green tree. Oh, and I did activate my challenge. I heard it. (laughs) You've managed to call it Gnarls Barkley, although it is better at golf than that. (laughs) He changed up his swing this year. I am sad to see it go, but it doesn't look half bad, so good for him. (laughs) I actually saw the same thing. (laughs) Oh, wow, he doesn't look like a multiple-inch robot when he swings. (laughs) It was like the end of an era, really. So this was a natural 20. Natural 20, nice. Yeah. Uh, would you like to use your automatic confirm? Is that- It is a new combat. combat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Just gonna confirm that. 52. Okay. It is their turn. Uh, this one is right up in your face, Air Bear, so it's gonna full attack you. One of those definitely misses. How is a 28? Hit. Okay. I have a natural 20 on one of these. A 31. A 20 won't hit. And a uh, lower than that won't hit. So a nat 20 and another hit. Let me roll to confirm that nat 20. What does their attack look like? So it... Two of the branches claw down 
and then you see like a, from a hollow in the tree this burst of tentacles Absolutely starts not. whipping Ooh. at Air Bear. I regret asking. Second natural 20 to <laughs> confirm the critical. And so here's what happens. First, 21 points of damage from that crit. And then 26 points of damage from the other two hits combined. Then it's going to attempt to grab you with its last tentacle. You'd be dead if we were playing by certain rules. That's the third natural 20 in a row. You are grabbed by this creature. The other one, the roots come out of the ground and they start to writhe like tentacles as it airwalks no. up above the group. And you all feel this burst of psychic energy start to ring in your brains and you start your noses start bleeding. It feels like it's about to rupture your eardrums. I need everybody to make me a will save. That's wild. This would be mind affecting. Let's see. Yes, it is a mind affecting effect. Is this a spell or a spell like ability? This is a supernatural ability. 22. 23. 26. 17. Okay. Got two fails and two passes. DC 23, my friend. Ooh. And so those that failed will take full damage. Those that passed will take half. Oh, is there bear even affected by this? Yes. Okay. It's a 30 foot burst. Ah, okay. Even 20 points of damage to those that failed and 10 points of damage to those that succeeded as this creature bursts psychic energy at you. And as it writhes above you, it stares down with its six eyes and just shrieks. And the sound reverberates off the tunnel walls. And I need you to finish your drinks, because we'll see you next week. Oh, man! Oh. These are whack. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.